0: Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way.
1: Hello again, and thank you for joining the Full of Words podcast. I'm CJ, also known as Catherine James from Catherine James Creative Copywriting. I'm a freelance copywriter, and I'm here with Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy, who is a book coach. How are you, Sue?
0: I'm really, really well. Thank you so much.
1: Today, what we're going to do is learn more about what Sue does, and we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into what actually a book coach is and what you can expect from one, how they will help you getting your book written and published. So Sue, I guess the first question is, there's often another term bandied about called an author coach. What's the difference? What would you say your main offering is as a book coach?
0: Yes, I used to call myself an author coach till I thought I better just check to see if I actually fit that category. So I did because, yeah, I'm more of a book coach. So what an author coach does, is they actually help develop your craft, help improve your writing skills, where, on the other hand, a book coach focuses on helping you to take your manuscript from an idea to an actual finished published book.
1: Okay. You're an end-to-end business model, effectively. So you can meet someone with an idea who's written the book and you can help them develop it or maybe haven't written the book. Both help develop it, it and to place some structure on it and to actually get it published yes the other
0: thing that can happen is some people can come through and have an idea and think that that's what they want to write the book about and then all of a sudden they get halfway through and they just like it's not sort of sitting right with them and not resonating what happens from there is then what we do is yeah you know, we just completely change it and Then, of course,
1: yeah, rewrite the story that they should be writing. Sure. I think I've heard this before when people attempt to write a novel themselves or a story, they think they know what they want to say, uh, but they aren't sure, as they say, until they get to the middle of it. Do you help them nut out that process along the way?
0: Yeah. So I do have a bit of a process. It's pretty much we sit down, we just brainstorm. And through the conversation, I start to delve into the story a little bit, pull that information out. But I do have other unique processes that I use as well that also can tap into the subconscious and bring out what's supposed to be actually happening, which a lot of people, yeah, they get stuck and they get blocked and don't know how to unblock and move forward. So I use this process with them. There's a couple of different ones I use.
1: That sounds really interesting. And I think that is part of the issue. I know what it's like to get writers blocked. But I tend to work on smaller projects, you know, that are 250 words or 2,000 words. Often a book will be twenty five to 60,000 words. And then some. Yes. I guess it's very common that people don't know where to start particularly.
0: Exactly. And you're right because a book is such a large project and it's very overwhelming for a lot of people and hence why a lot of people start and then get into it and realise it's such a big job that they don't know what to do next. What we need to do is just pretty much chunk it down into smaller pieces, so that it makes it easier to actually get it finished. I think that's the biggest thing with people. Like, and this is why, as you say, even a smaller chunk can give you writer's block. When you bring it down to a smaller chunk, it's a lot easier because you only have to concentrate on that one little bit, not the overall picture.
1: That's so true. When I'm writing, I will always do a wireframe or, a, you know, a this, then this, then this. Often I find that structure that I've set out doesn't actually match the end product completely, but it'll help me along the way as I write a little bit more about something and then I'll think about something else I want to write about.
0: Exactly right, because it can be a big maze otherwise if you don't actually break it down. And that's one of the things we start off, we create an outline and we work to that. Not that we have to stick to it, but it just gives us a good like stepping off platform.
1: And so you've written quite a few books yourself, haven't you Sue?
0: I have. I am on my 11th, but I predominantly help other authors get theirs done. So mine always go to the back burner, but that's okay. I I really enjoy helping others get theirs written.
1: It's funny, isn't it? We should practice what we preach. I was listening to a podcast earlier about social media and about consistency and I thought, oh, There's something I don't have, posting consistently on social media. Yes,
0: exactly.
1: And when we're writing for other people or helping other people write, somehow it is easier than doing it for yourself sometimes. It's always that personal project that does have some difficulties. Well,
0: I mean, you're always going to put your clients first, even though we're just as important and we should put ourselves first. Yeah, sometimes I do, but 99% of the time it's the clients that come first and I'm concentrating on making sure that they achieve their dream.
1: A couple of questions for you. If somebody doesn't really know how to write or they're not sure, but they want you to help them write their book, what strategies do you have in place to help them with their writing or what can you offer them in terms of the structure and getting the words out?
0: First and foremost, what I say to them is do a brain dump and just get the story out of their head onto paper or computer, whichever tool that they want to use. And we go from there pretty much. But I try and make sure that they try and keep it to their voice as much as possible because it's their story. You don't want to be writing it like someone else because it's about you and your story, not someone else's story. So it needs to be your voice. And we all have a unique voice.
1: Absolutely. Once I've done the brain dump or, you know, gotten everything out, I did have a client who used an audio recording tool to do that and, you know, got it onto words at least. What happens from there?
0: What we do then is we make sure that it all flows. It needs to flow because there's nothing worse than starting off in one chapter and then you go to the next chapter and you're completely lost and have no idea what's going on and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So we make sure that it flows. But yeah, we go through and we just work out and make sure that it does make sense and that it's also. Written clearly, so people don't get lost and un- and so that they understand what the story is all about perfect example I had was a couple that flew from the other side of Australia to see me, and they sat down with them for a few hours and their book was like a big A four book and it was you know like a couple of inches thick. it was quite large and when I brought it home, they'd explained what it was all about it sounded fascinating. It was pretty much the wife's life story but she sort of fictionalised it, which is fine because she didn't really want it to be pointing back at her and that's fine because she had quite a horrific life uh, earlier on. Anyway, so I thought it was great and I brought it home, started having a look. I couldn't make much sense of it so I sort of got one of my proofreaders to have a look. I said, can you just like put that first chapter or wherever the first chapter ends because I didn't even really flick through it properly. Can you sort of put that into some kind of, you know, have a read through and put it into some kind of, you know, legible thing I can look at? She sort of came back. She said, no, sir. She said, it's terrible. It's really written bad. We are in first person, then they went to third, and then, you know, one minute they were somewhere else. It was all over the place. It was all just like pretty much the whole book was just one whole paragraph. Oh, wow. Yeah, no chapter breaks, no paragraph breaks, no nothing. And I actually rang this lady and I said, look, have you actually had this professionally proofread and edited? And she said, mm, no, I've looked at it 10 times though. I'm not paying someone to do it professionally. And I went, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to put my name to it. I just can't. I think it's going to be a great, great book but it needs to be done properly. If you want it to sell, it needs to be done properly.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think even the best story in the world, if people can't understand it or follow or read it, it's not going to hit home with them. So there is quite a lot to be learnt about the presentation and the delivery of the story, would you say?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of people I've heard lately say that they're very disappointed, like, you know, with these larger conglomerates that are selling books they're buying these books and they're saying they're absolute rubbish because they haven't gone through the process of someone checking it properly. And they're getting quite disappointed, which is really sad, I think, for our industry. If people are going to stop buying books because they're scared they're all going to be rubbish. But that's the important thing to remember here is that, yeah, we need to make sure that it's getting done properly and by a professional.
1: And so that really is the distinction there, isn't it? Between the book coach and the author coach. Yes. You are all about helping them get their story out but helping them to deliver it in a way that is going to be received well that people are going to have an opportunity to read it
0: exactly you want it to be a good experience for the reader if it is they're gonna you know it's gonna be word of mouth wow I read this amazing book and wow you need to get a copy and read it Yeah, it's going to sell your book. Otherwise, you'll wonder why you're not selling your book and that's why. More than likely that's why.
1: Well, I guess, you know, for some people it is just about getting it out maybe and that's what this lady had experienced was just the process of writing it was cathartic for her in some way. But if you want to make a difference and share your story and have people connect with you, like anything, you need to communicate in a way that they're going to understand.
0: Exactly right.
1: So tell me about the author you were talking about before who has managed to sell 500 copies of her book. Oh, yes. She came
0: to me and I was pretty much her last phone call and otherwise she was going to put the book, just stash it in a cupboard somewhere or burn it or whatever she was going to do. Her husband sort of said, No, just ring these people and just check, just have a conversation. And then if that doesn't go well, well, I agree, forget about it. I had a conversation with her, and straight away, when she told me that the book she was writing, I just said, Wow, I just want to say congratulations. And thank you so much for being that person to write the story and be the voice for these people. It was a book about when COVID was on and the Queenslanders were locked out of their own state, weren't allowed back in. And so this beautiful lady who lives on this side of the border of Queensland, she actually, and out of her own pocket, helped these people financially and everything to make sure they were okay because they were locked out for weeks. There's absolutely lots of horrific stories really. She gathered all these stories and put them into a book and it was more to just be the voice for them. All along she has said it's nothing, to me it's not about making money on this book, it's about giving back to them and giving back to the community. So any profits that are made from the book, she actually is putting it back into communities that actually need it. So she opened up a bank account and she said to everyone, anyone that's got any spare money, please put it in this account to help all these people. So she you know yeah, they were paying medical bills for people Petrol, food, rent, you name it, they used that money for that. From that, she sold over 500 copies and she has been asked to do numerous interviews on newspaper, radio, TV. So she's been nominated for a few awards as well. She deserves every bit of it. Not many humans step up like that and help others.
1: She has now told that really important story that could quite easily get lost. I mean, there are still plenty of stories waiting to be told from that experience that we all went through in 2020 and 21 and 22. But she's now put that down on paper and with your help produced that as a book that is going to be looked at in future as a way to understand these policies that happened at the time.
0: Well, that's the thing because it should never, ever have happened. I mean, anywhere, but especially here in Australia, you would never have thought that it would happen here. I think the government probably don't even know the the ramifications that their decisions made. I really don't know if they understand.
1: Well, I think you're probably right there. They were dealing with so many other things that they were casualties all over the place that they just didn't have time to think about.
0: Exactly. It'll be a good thing that, as you say, it goes down in history and for the generations coming through, hopefully they get a copy of it, read it and go, wow, that happened. Let's make sure that never happens again. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Do you think if somebody's got an inkling or a feeling, I mean we always say there's a book in everyone but at least five to ten, isn't there, in everyone? there's definitely ten in you. <laughs> well, there's more but, yeah. Do you think the best approach is if you've got that passion to write about something is to get in touch with a book coach who can help you shape it at least or have a conversation?
0: As a book coach I've got to say yes, of course. But if you want to try and do it on your own, go for it. But honestly, it really is, you'll get it done a lot better and a lot faster by having someone holding your hand and holding you accountable.
1: Yeah, I think accountable is probably one of the key concepts, isn't it? Because otherwise it can just sit on the shelf and life gets in the way.
0: What happens a lot of the time too, I have the coaching sessions with people and we have discussions, of course, we're talking about different things. And out of that, amazing ideas come from it and they go oh my goodness I'd forgotten about that or oh my god that's amazing do you mind if I use that can I put that in the book go for it new material evolves which is great
1: the inspiration of sharing your idea giving your idea fresh air bringing it out into the sunlight and having someone else look at it can really change your perspective on it as well
0: exactly yeah another example is when If you're writing it yourself, I used to run writing groups a few years ago and I would pair them up and get them to swap writing and they would critique each other. And one of the ladies read and she sort of said, oh, I didn't quite understand what you meant by glory box or what was the other one, one of them old ring and washing machines. She had no idea what that was. And I went, wow, really? Anyway, that's a perfect example that you in your head think that it makes sense, but to someone reading your book it doesn't.
1: Something really simple, I guess, what you think is simple.
0: Exactly. It really is important to make sure that you, you work with someone and, and I always recommend, even though we offer professional proofread and edit, I always say get your family and friends to have a look first before you send it to a professional because that way, you know, it's not going to cost you as much as well. If you get yeah you know, all the other little bits ironed out before you send it to a professional, so
1: I think you've just got to make sure when you send it to family or friends that you tell them to just say a little bit more than this is really good, <laughs> as they will want to say. It's like, did you understand it? Did you know what I meant? As you have a few questions to guide them on the type of feedback you need.
0: Yeah, exactly, and great point because most of them, as you say, they won't want to hurt your feelings they'll be like oh how do I tell them it's terrible
1: <laughs> and they won't they won't tell it avoid the call cool.
0: <laughs> this is but still you know you will get there'll be at least one family member <laughs> I will tell you but that's why you do need a professional because they're the ones attached to it or attached to you in that regard so they will actually of course they're going to be saying it from a place of love but they are going to say, look, this could sound better if you reframed it this way. A bit of reflection on your writing.
1: Brilliant. Okay, well, thank you so much, Sue, for sharing what you do as a book coach. It's been really interesting to hear about.
0: Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Next time when you tune in, Sue will be putting me in the hot seat. Yes. And asking me questions about what I do as a copywriter, asking me to justify my existence. (laughs) And we'll try and have a few laughs in that one as well. Thank you for listening and thank you, Sue.
0: Thank you very much for interviewing me.
1: My pleasure. And, of course, if you want to know more about either of
0: us, there are links in the show notes if you'd like to contact either of us.
1: Maybe even a link to that book that was published we might include, too, I think. I think there'd be people interested in that one.
0: Yeah, great idea. We'll make sure we put that in.
1: We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.